Do you have a private or sensitive dating and relationship issue you want to chat with me about? Sometimes we all need a little TLC and one-on-one and I'm here for it. Here's what you want to do. Visit matchmerrymate.com, click work with me and book your individual call. I cannot wait to meet you in the Zoom room, honey. Now let's get back to the show. Greetings, love bugs. Welcome to the Match Mary Mate Show, where I discuss topics and issues to support Black women with self-love, femininity, and womanhood, and their own personal love lives. I also share content meaningful to Black couples, partnered or married, and every blue moon, I address the fellas. I'm your host, your girl, Joyce Robinson Myers, and this is the second pop-up series. We're kicking off the first episode in this short series titled In My Feels to get us through the fall. Remember, you can expect these episodes while we are in between seasons so I can drop in and keep you updated on all things match, marry, mate. First, let's begin with the power of affirmation. We start every episode with an affirmation as a way to center self, listen to the body, and honor our spirit. Ask yourself, how are you today? What moods, feelings, or emotions come up? Use that energy to speak life, wholeness, and healing over yourself using the power of your own voice. Speak it into existence with an I or I feel. I feel like slowing down. I feel good about taking care of my needs. I feel spiritually sound. Before I start today's show, I want to introduce you to a new feature I want to sample on the Match Mary Mate Show. I receive my fair share of emails and messages from you, usually on private or sensitive matters where you don't want your identity revealed to the public. I call them secret stories. Well, I want to hear about them, and my team has created an easy and quick form for you to complete to send to me. So, do you have a secret story you want to share with me? Because I'm here for it. I invite you to story time with me and drop your truths while I spill my tea on a secret story episode right here on the Match Mary Mate Show. You can share anonymously, of course, with me, so no need to hold back. I want the tea, the juice, the beans, and the whole nine yards. You can copy the link in the show notes of this episode. I'll respond in a future podcast episode, but nobody will know it was you. We recently wrapped up season two, Know Thyself. I really enjoyed that season, even though I was nervous as all get out. I survived, and now we meet again for some fall time vibes with a pop-up series titled In My Feels. We're going to chat about cuffing season, some physical touch, a little intimacy, 
maybe some masculine archetypes. And I think I want to hit on some inner girl work throughout our autumn season time together. For this episode, we're exploring the transitions of fall time, my cuffing season schedule and approach, and we're closing with five things to keep in mind during this time. As you already know, I want to aid in the healing of gender relations between Black women and Black men because I'm learning through my coaching practice that when we have the proper relationship education, including instruction, application, and support, it produces safer, happier, smarter, and more stable dating decisions that improves the quality of our relationships as we enter the dating market to match, marry, and mate. It's my hope that today's conversation gives you insight on how to consider both the seasonal changes and its impact on our dating and relationships and start to gather ideas on how you want to approach this phenomenon called cuffing season, if at all. We're going to go over some culture and science, but ultimately what I share will help you better navigate and negotiate with men from fall time until spring break. Because why y'all? Black love matters, and we are in much need of some Black family power restoration. Happy autumn, happy fall, whatever your name is for it where you live. The goal of our time together today is to prompt you to reflect on the fall season, including what it means and brings up for you, and to share my cuffing season rundown. Anecdotally, and even culturally, we know that fall is a great time to date and enter into a relationship, especially intentionally. It's not the only time, but an ideal time for sure. I was curious if there was any academic or social science research that supported this cultural trend. We all noticed, but I found a gap. Maybe someone will come along and fill it for us, but for now, we shall rely on culture and people patterns to help us out. I want you to reflect on what autumn symbolizes. What energy does it carry for you? Remember to activate duality here. In the divine energy, autumn represents plenty, ripening, harvest, and abundance. At the same time, in the dark energy, it also represents a symbol of decline, emptiness, and older ages with associations of things being past their prime. It's a time of maturity, perhaps the later stage of it, hinting at the beginning stages of decline. With that in mind, why do you think many people start relationships during this season? I really want you to think about that. What about autumn makes human beings gravitate to socialization and relationships? Also keep in mind that cuffing season or fall time comes right before what I like to call engagement season, which is a period of late fall through midwinter where the most proposals happen, usually between Halloween and Valentine's Day. Spiritually, we understand that autumn is a time for letting go and releasing the things that have been a burden. Before we seek or advance relationships, let's have a self-check-in, shall we? What's been a drag or a weight for you this year? How can you release it, even if not fully in part? Also during this time, there are several appointed times throughout many faiths, religions, and spiritual systems across the globe. Fall time is the perfect time to practice getting out of the way and allowing more space for spirit, the most high, God, 
Yahweh, Jehovah, Almighty, or whatever. Yes, there's gladness and praise for the harvest of our lives, but there's also the gripping reality that things, as do people, wither away and both compel the human spirit into action. What kind of action is on your heart in this season? What about if you're currently in a relationship or married? I want you to think about the natural cycles that your body and mood, as well as your partners or your spouses, and your relationship. What cycles do those things undergo year to year? Seasons matter, and they do impact us as humans, not just our man-made calendars, but who we are as people too. So please give that some thought. You should know those cycles and seasons if you are in a relationship. Take a quick inventory of your patterns and habits and how they shift as the planet moves out of summer and into autumn. With an intentional practice of reflection, you may notice some trends. Take a beat to discern what they may mean for you. Is this the time that you usually break up, have reckless sex, reach out to an old flame, try something new, start to hibernate or become asocial, get into a relationship or slip into isolation or a depressive state, feel closer to your partner, fight with your husband, become antsy or moody? What comes up for you? For me, fall is a season for romance, rituals, retreats, and reflection. I tend to become more active in therapy, process the highlights of my year through journaling and writing, and focus on faith and family. What about you? Be mindful of your moods and relationship rises and falls. My husband and I have a series of relationship and family rituals during this time. Do you have any? Is this the year to start one or two, especially if you're newly engaged or married? Every fall, Jeremiah and I have our relationship retreat to reconnect, to restore, and to plan. Think about yours. Okay, love bugs, let's take a small rest and reset here. I'm going to pay these bills while you chill, and I'll be back in a moment to discuss my cuffing season lineup, and five things you want to keep in mind during this time. See you in a bit. Are you looking to get your love life together? You're tired of not having the tools or community you need to navigate these dating and relationship streets. Well, honey, let's take some accountability, do our work, and be in the place to reap all the benefits. I invite you to become a Love Lady member and officially join the Match Mary Mate community. You can choose your specific dating and relationship package to work with me. You'll have access to digital resources, video trainings, coaching content, course materials, and even the opportunity to live stream with me with certain packages. If this sounds like something you want, be sure to join today because I'd love to have you. Visit coachjoyce.com to get started. I want to see your face in the play. Now let's get back to the show. Now different women and even different dating coaches approach this season in various ways. So today I am sharing my general approach because you all know I like to deliver customized coaching with goals that will work specifically for who you are as a woman. So usually I work with women who want to do one of two things. 
One, desire to partner up with the man who understands this will fade off come springtime. In other words, this is a social agreement that you and him will spend time together. This can include sex, but doesn't have to, for connection, comfort, and companionship to soothe loneliness. And it assures, for the most part and within reason, availability and access. Or number two, an agreement to give a try with someone it just makes sense with and see where it lands by making intentional efforts towards the mutual interest, whatever that is for y'all. Now, each fall, I encourage my clients to consider if they want to pursue cuffing season. If they share with me that they do, I get them started with the communication strategy for online matching and or a meet and greet strategy for in-person gatherings and events. Because I'm local to D.C. and many of my clients live here, too, I'll use certain events to my advantage, like Restaurant Week or Howard Games or CBC Week. When I first relocated to D.C., I arrived a month before CBC. I did not fully know what it was then, but I quickly learned in my first 30 days, and I attended as many events as I could calendar. It was a hot spot for meeting other professionals, networking, and meeting men as friends and even possible romantic interests. I mean, who doesn't like to be in the building with fine and gussied up Black folk in their Sunday best? Not for nothing, but CBC happens very early in the beginning of cuffing season too. So regardless of how you do it, there's a strategy to develop if you want to approach cuffing season in a way where you get out of it what you want or something close to the kind. Now, usually come mid-September, I begin to pivot my clients from the meet and mingle season of spring and summer and into cuffing season for the fall and winter seasons. I'm a basketball fan, y'all know this. So I like to borrow sports lingo to explain my approach to cuffing season. So here's the lineup, September, pre-gaming. And I like to also call this time scout and draft. It's still warm enough to meet and connect with new men and to continue getting to know any men you've recently met, particularly if you met them in your fun girl summer season. Now, you can mentally select who you think may be a good fit for you. Again, even if it's just for the season. You can also become hella intentional with your social calendar and slot some events that you are sure to meet men at. Again, for an example, here in D.C., it could be CBC Week, but this is also the time when HBCUs have their homecoming events with lots of local events and parties of the same weekend. In fact, I have a client who lives in Atlanta but flew to D.C. early September, and it just so happened that the Howard and Morehouse game was the weekend she came, so we met for happy hour the Friday before to just, you know, talk over some deets, some plans, some strategies, all the things. Now, this time is good for reflecting on your dating habits and outcomes from the spring and summer to develop some strategy for this upcoming season. October, I like to call it tryouts. It's time to have the conversation and see what's what with whom. You have Halloween, which is a great and almost last-ditch effort to hang out one more time just for fun and make some magic with male connections before people are usually 
over going outside just for kicks and giggles. Now, Halloween time. So first of all, costume parties, masquerade balls. And in D.C., so many bar crawls. It's definitely worth being outside during that time. November officially starts the season. It's chilly outside. People are less social. And when they are, it's usually more intentional with professional conferences, family events, things you just have to do, and holiday gatherings leading the social calendar. It's time to initiate the agreement and move through this season with your person. If you have not landed on a certain someone or someones, it's a time for selfhood, exploration, rest, and planning. The season begins to wane around Valentine's Day, but I would argue that it's not completely over until the first day of spring or even later, depending on when it becomes consistently warm where you live. So that makes March, April, that time frame, the final championship and concludes cupping season. Now, this is where I'm going to add my shameless plug If you want to consider me as your dating or relationship coach this season, I'd be happy to have you. You can start by visiting CoachJoyce.com, Joyce is spelled J-O-Y-I-C-E, and choose your desired package, though I'd encourage you to at least enroll in the Agape Love Package. It's only 19 bucks per month. Okay, so though cuffing season is a cultural phenomenon, the reason it's popular and trendy It's also rooted in science. Now, I'm no science nerd, so I like to simplify the science in three main groups. Mood, touch, feelings. Mood, holiday stress, winter blues, seasonal downs and depression during this time. Touch, all that premature or less than smart moves that we are susceptible to make because we could be touch-starved, and for some of us, sex-starved. Feelings. We tend to feel neediness, loneliness, isolation, which can cause us to lower our standards or our expectations from men or out of relationships with them. When it comes to the science, mood, as the temp drops and the night becomes longer, Two chemicals, melatonin and serotonin, are affected. How are you affected? Take some time to think about that. Touch. Again, as the temp drops, we want more touch. Snuggles and cuddles and kisses and such. Being with someone who makes us feel cozy. And it does create a natural boost in our serotonin. This does not have to always be with the man, though, ladies. But... If you know you get like this, think about how you will soothe yourself ahead of time. Don't wait until you're so antsy in the midst of the needs and feelings. There's no denying that the fall and winter months mark a magical time of year when people feel compelled to start relationships and the loneliness and the neediness aggravates it for sure. So I want you to be mindful and not fall into traps just because you're in your fields. This is why having a decent strategy or even a basic plan helps. I want you to be fully human and experience life as safely, fully, and wisely as possible while getting your needs met and being available for others to do the same too. Now, cupping season and its time of year often activates our sad feelings on the feelings wheel, 
So be mindful of feeling lonely, depressed, hurt, empty, or even grieved. How will you take care of you? Who can best help you to do so? And on the other end of humanity, this time of year also evokes our happy feelings on the feelings wheel with joy, thanksgiving, celebration, peace, and optimism. Who will you share these feelings with? What do you like to do to honor these feelings? Now, as we prepare to enter October, I have some questions for you. Do you have any possibles for an autumn winter mate? At this rate, most of us know what cuffing season is. So this is fairly easy to bring up to a guy. Simply put, what are you doing during the fall and winter season? Want to be my person? Does it make sense to spend this time cold and alone when we're not otherwise committed? And then you all can work out the agreements and the terms. Sometimes a cuff is just a cuff, but at other times, and I have seen this with my own eyes, a cuff turns into a relationship and lasts beyond springtime. I want to make sure this show is always informative to you with dating, relationships, and marriage and family. So let's go over five things to keep in mind during this time. Number one, communication is crucial, like anything. Cuffing season can get messy if you're not on the same page for the same reason. Expectations and intentions should be aligned or at least agreed upon. So make sure you talk about it. Number two, no need to be hasty. Do not choose a partner out of boredom or even sheer loneliness. Remember, how you build a house is how it stands. You want to choose a partner from desire and discernment not just one or the other. Number three, don't get played. <laughs> Being a cuffing partner requires your knowledge and consent. There will be some folk who have no problems using you as their quote-unquote cuffing partner, and you really don't know that that's what it is. So if you begin to wonder if you're someone's cuffing buddy and you're not on board with it, speak up. I'm a fan of consenting adults doing their thing, but you both must understand each other, not use each other. Number four, no more, no less. Now that the two of you are on the same page, let's just assume that, understand that this is no more or no less than what it is. So enjoy that, whatever it is, just for that. This is a time to have fun and enjoy another person's company. If you feel yourself getting in too deep, it's best to consider if your loneliness will be worth the fallout and choose what's best for you from there. Number five, know your odds, apply your data. The data I'm about to share with you is from Facebook. I know, I know, Facebook, but it's a huge social site and plenty of people share about their relationship status or change their relationship status on it. So it is helpful with validity. If you're in a relationship, not a cupping situation, breakups spike just two weeks before Christmas. I'll let you do the math on why that legit happened. Usually with cuffing partners, this is something you have to work through. It's already understood that this is your person through the spring. Now, cuffing season hits its climax on February 14th. Y'all know what day that is. And that just so happens to be when 49% of more new relationships begin. Sometimes cuffing partners transform into real relationships. It happens. Now, don't get into a cuffing season for that reason. But what a lovely outcome if that's what you want and it comes. 
Now you have to reconcile that with the last stat I'll share. And that is spring break is the official end to cuffing season. And it's also when the highest rate of breakups are recorded. Again, Facebook. Yes, people love the freedom of spring and summer months more than they are put off by having to purchase a Christmas gift. If you caught it, you caught it. People be peopling. So I like to give you both sides of the coin because people are never one thing and I want you to be fully informed. That's it and that's all. We end every episode with thought or heart-provoking questions for your journal. Journaling is simply prayers on paper and the most high tends to those too. Dear listener, what are some of your fall time season trends and habits? What do they suggest about you? Which of your needs and desires are especially heightened during this season? How can you take care of you? It's okay to write about the blessings and the burdens. Pour it out into your journal today. Release yourself, free yourself, and most of all, be yourself. P.S. No woman is better at being you than you. Up next in our round two pop-up episode series is a chat about physical touch. Yes, the love language, but also the need to be touched in various ways as a part of the human experience. Let us remember that the need for touch is very attached to cuffing season, or at least why it exists. So for now, I'll leave you with an old quote that says, autumn carries more gold in its pocket than all the other seasons. Thank you for joining me today and tuning into another episode of the Match Mary Mate Show. Until our next time together, love, light, and relationship. Remember, we grow as we go, and I will be with you in the next episode. Cheers.